What up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. My name is Carl, and I'm excited to be rocking with you this Friday morning for our check-in for yet another episode. I want to keep it going and keep it flowing and continue on with our uncomfortable conversations. I'm going to go in a little bit of a different direction because it's just something that's been popping up a lot and I've been having conversations about, and it's kind of fresh in my mind. And I'll definitely wrap up what I wanted to continue with in regards to, you know, dating and being abroad next week. But like, have you guys ever been out like recently, not necessarily over a long period of time, but just recently and like had to have a conversation about like getting vaccinated and vaccines and the availability of it and whether or not you should get vaccinated and whether or not, you know, COVID tests, uh, the availability of COVID tests in certain communities. Like, have you been having these conversations recently? I know. I have, and I've been reading a lot about them, and I've had my own personal experiences, and I want to touch on it a little bit because, as I mentioned in Taiwan, uh, they handled the coronavirus very well at the beginning. They didn't have a big outbreak until May of this year, and it was May, June, July, August, and now they're down to five local cases per day. But in May, June, July, it was like you know fifty, a hundred, thousand, and now it's coming down. Uh, you know, it came down exponentially faster. So they went from locking everything down in May to you know business as usual now. Um, in August, but they're slowly reopening everything and they're still doing contact tracing and all those good things where one person gets it, they retrace their steps into everywhere that they went. Uh, and they reinstated the book signing policy where it's like you go into a place, you put your name, your phone number down, and then if you get it, uh, they'll be able to trace you know, whoever's in that restaurant with you, whoever you may have interacted with to make sure that they get tested for the virus to make sure that no one else has it. Right, And this is, again, if you're listening, then that also means that this is how this negatively affected our bar because people didn't want to come in. They didn't want to sign a book. They didn't want to be in any space where potentially someone who had it, uh, the virus could spread. And for some reason, you know, they thought that foreigners would were more likely to get it, even though we were staying in the country and not leaving the country, just like the locals was. But that's a whole nother conversation for another day. But yeah, so they, 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 they did a pretty good job of corralling everything and getting it rolled out. And then the public was 100% on board because they didn't want to be trapped inside. But more importantly, they just didn't want to get sick. Even though a country that has universal health care where everyone would be covered, um, even if you didn't have universal health care, the treatment that you would receive would still be more affordable than America. It wouldn't be less expensive. I don't want to say that. Sorry, not expensive. It would be less expensive, but not expensive. Um, but it still would be less expensive than what you would pay than if you were doing it in America or other countries that don't have universal health care or have you know just health care costs is just higher than that. Um, but... Uh, when I was coming back to America from Taiwan, I had to, uh, in order to fly back into America, you have to fly back into America with a negative COVID test. See, a lot of people don't know that. I realize that now because I didn't know that until I bought my ticket. And fortunately enough, I bought my ticket a week in advance. But, you know, in Taiwan at the time, because the virus outbreak wasn't, wasn't an outbreak yet, it was just, you know, business as usual, um, you were able to go and get one and you'll get the results back in two to three days. Right. So sorry, two days. You can pay extra money to get it back the same day, or you could pay six thousand NT, which is the equivalent of two hundred dollars to get it back in two days. One more time. To get it back the same day, it was three hundred US dollars. And to get it back in two days, uh so two days or the next day was um two hundred US dollars. When I first saw this, I was like, dang, one, that's messed up. <laughs> that you have to pay, you know, for a test to see if you're okay. I mean, I understood it in the grand scheme of, you know, insurance and all that, but I was like, well, I have insurance. So 
shouldn't my insurance cover this? And why isn't my insurance cover this? Well, it's like, you know, it's not a major health concern. It's like for travel. And I also had to think back and realize that, you know, when I traveled to Africa, when I traveled to uh, Spain, to Europe, to all these different countries, I had to get vaccinated. And again, even though I had health care, uh, I had to get vaccinated for, uh, what was it, yellow fever. I had to get vaccinated or get pills for malaria. I had to get vaccinated for, I think it was some other random vaccination. Again, look at me talking talking through my privilege and not doing as much due diligence research on those vaccinations as I did on you know the coronavirus vaccine uh, because it was like, oh, this is what everyone does. It's, it's mandatory. So since it's mandatory, I'm just going to do it. And for those of us who've traveled a lot, like you know that you need vaccinations to go to certain places. It's become more lax, I feel like, over the years. But because I had my vaccination card, but it wasn't necessarily checked. But, you know, before you travel somewhere, these are things that you ask. Like, hey, what is out there that I may get that I don't want to have? And I know for sure, just from college and listening to my professor who lived in Botswana and did her research there, uh, work with women uh, and children there. Like, I, I never wanted malaria. She almost died from it. And everybody I've heard, not everybody. A lot of people that I've talked to who've had malaria is like, nah, malaria is, malaria is, that ain't it. I don't want that. It's like the flu and uh, a cold and somebody kicking you in the chest all day and you have this ringing in your ears. Like, it was like, like, okay, if I can be vaccinated against this, if I could possibly, potentially not have this, I'm definitely, definitely going to take this vaccine or take these huge elephant-sized pills. The pills for malaria are are, are ginormous. Like, they're extremely hard to swallow because they're so big. but that's what you had to do. You had to get vaccinated to go places. But like, I, I understood the cost. I understood it. I didn't like it. I didn't even want to really accept it. And I was like, just to get back. And, and, and even in my mind, I was like, well, I am American. What if I couldn't afford the test? And I'm like, would they literally not let me travel back to my home country? Would I have to get deported to get back to America because I can't afford to pay for a COVID test? And to be honest, at the time, there was so much going on financially with shutting down the bar and all the costs like, the several thousands of dollars we have to pay for that, it was it was hard to come up with $200 to pay for a test to get back into the country just to get back in. And I was like, at first I was like, is this a Taiwanese requirement you know, to be on the airport, Taiwanese requirement because you're flying on Taiwan, you know, airlines that are frequented by Taiwanese locals. No, it's just in America back then. I don't know if it's the same now. When you re-enter the country, you have to re-enter with a negative COVID test and you have to show that in at check-in. At check-in, you are presenting those papers. And I'm just like, man, that's crazy. And the thing is, again, privilege. And I talk about this on my other podcast uh, called Check Your Privilege. Check that out. That's a long one. That's not a morning check-in. That's just one of my regular podcasts. I was like, man. And I, I was thinking, I remember saying this out loud. Again, privilege self. I was like, I ain't got to pay for this in America. Wow. Right? Wow. I was wreaking all the benefits of having universal health care in Taiwan for years, decades, oh, sorry, a decade. Oh, I'm not that old, uh, right? And paying $15, $20 a month for healthcare, getting my teeth cleaned two times a year, right? Uh, going in, I had a full body checkup. My school paid for it. A full health care checkup where they checked all your internal organs. Uh, they checked out a few out physically, checked your head, your inner, everything. You had a full report and they printed out a 20 page report for me that detailed everything that could have been or wasn't wrong with me. Right. It was a full like body checkup that usually cost in Taiwan about a thousand dollars. I was able to get that. Right. And I don't know how much checkups cost in America, but I know like the rudimentary ones are covered by insurance. It's maybe like a $30 copay. But like for an in-depth one where they check everything, they give you feedback about your nutrition, how you should change your diet, all that. Like, I don't know if that's true. I've never had it in America, so I can't speak to it. But I saw what the original cost was in Taiwan versus what I paid. And I was like, huh, 
I can get along with this. So yeah, my privileged self, like, man, I can't wait to get back to America because the testing is free. It's everywhere. And I, you know, and now, and it's funny because at the time I'm like, yeah, I didn't really think about it as deeply as, you know, this is a global pandemic. People are losing jobs. The government's giving away free money, stimulus checks, right? Basically, uh, what, what's that thing that people, welfare, thing that people talk so much crap about, some people do, uh, they were helping American people, right? So I had to really think about, put it in perspective, like, well, yeah, they were doing that because one, they wanted to make sure that majority of the population didn't die. If the majority of the population started dying, they're going to blame the government. The government had to do something about it. Couldn't make people pay for it because they couldn't pay for it. People kept dying. The government would look pretty darn bad, right? It would. So I just really put it in perspective. It was like, well, Taiwan wasn't faced with what America was faced with. So they couldn't, it couldn't be free. So it couldn't cost money. Because like, what's the rationale behind giving away free tests? Again, I understand it. I don't accept it. I don't like it. But I understood it. I understand it more now than I did before. And I was like, oh, yeah, in America, you can get vaccinated for free. In privileged self, being able to travel back and get vaccinated for free. Whereas now in Taiwan, when they're rolling out the vaccinations, regardless of, of how it could have been handled or how it is being handled, there's super long wait lists. I got off a plane in America, walked into a CVS, and I know it wasn't always like that. But the fact that it's gotten to this place where it is like that, you can get vaccinated several places very easily. You know, limited struggle, limited wait lines. Like you may wait a day or two in some locations that are really busy. But for the most part, you can walk into a clinic and get a shot anywhere. All right, so I really had to like keep and put all those things uh, into perspective when I was thinking about you know my, my vaccination experience. And you know, I went to because you know I was out here in Austin, and uh, with a friend who 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 was in another city and isn't insured. Uh, they were talking about it on Twitter, and they were like, "Man, like I had to." They said, "You know, it's advertised online. It's you know free COVID test, not the vaccine, the test." Um, and you'll have the $150 option, which is like a fancy one, or and it's like the same day you get the results. It's like $150 extra, so it says the hospital, or, or $150 at the hospital. But it was a clinic and an urgent care, and it's a drive through COVID test. And you get up there, and they're like, yeah, without insurance, it's $500, $500. Without insurance, it's, it's $500 for the test. And, you know, I got to thinking about a bunch of different things. I was like, well, for lower income communities or for people who are out here working in restaurants, people who, you know, some people thought weren't required to do their job or jobs were undervalued and still are grossly undervalued. Like, what if those jobs don't really provide insurance? So, like, if they needed one in in a hurry, because, you know, CVS and Walgreens now, you have to wait in lines. Like, could they get it? And I know you guys are thinking, like, why are you talking about this? Is this really expat related? Well, yes, I'm comparing... Is it this really expat related? Like, yes, I'm comparing the experience in Taiwan versus the experience you know, here now. Now, what I don't know, what I'm going to look up, you know, shortly is it's getting tested in Taiwan. They still charge you if you have, like, if you have to have it done. Because for some jobs, like, you have to have it done in America, you have to have it done. And I know you can't have to have it done if you're at a job that doesn't insure you. Right? Is that a thing? But these are just like some of the uncomfortable conversations that are like coming up. Because someone says she was like, "Yeah, I live in a <clears throat> I went to one community. Uh, not going to describe the community it is because I know she listens to this podcast. But and th- they didn't have it available. They were charging people. Went to another community, majority white one, and free at the urgent care at everywhere. And she's like, "Huh? This is what we talk about when we say disparities in some places." And I'm like, uh, I get it. I see it. But then, you know, in Chicago, I've talked to some friends and they're like, no, it's it's still free everywhere. Um, and it, it really it really just depends on lo- on location. But like, 
and that made me think when I say uncomfortable conversations, right? Like I know being vaccinated is a choice. Absolutely. Respect everyone's choices, whatever. Um, not going to get into that. I've talked about that way too many times. But at the same time, right? When you talk about certain things like this, like it's not available in my community or it is available in my community or it's more expensive in my community. Um, do people not share this information or want to have these, some people don't want to have these conversations because it does kind of highlight you know, your background, whether it's financially or otherwise, right? Uh, what you do for a living, right? Because I mean, really, really think about who lost their jobs versus who didn't lose their jobs, right? And I, I, I've been thinking about in Taiwan, the privileged teachers now, like the privilege is still emerging for teachers in Taiwan because now in Taiwan, because they want the kids to go back to school, they need the kids to go back to school. People in America can attest to that. Teachers are on the first, are in the front lines of getting the vaccination because in order to return to the schools to work, you have to be vaccinated and you know it takes a month to do that. So teachers got priority, even over local residents that live there. And guess what the majority, not a lot, well, yeah, the majority of foreigners reside in Taiwan, guess what they do? They're teachers. Boom, reverse, that, that privilege reemerged real quick, right? Again, I'm not there. I got vaccinated here in America. But you know, like, I really and truly like think about that. That is powerful, right? And it and it really does. Again, so now as a teacher, you can then speak about your privilege. Like, oh, yeah, I got vaccinated in Taiwan. And I realize some people online, like they don't, they stop talking about it. Because I think, you know, in expat groups, when we when we talk about, because you have to share information in Taiwan, and Facebook is a good resource to find out where to get vaccinated in Taiwan because things aren't really released in English as quickly. So people actually go on to Facebook and they'll translate and they'll post the English version of it. And we'll just help each other. We're one big helping community because you know, when you live abroad, if you don't know someone or have someone who speaks, you know, your language and can translate things for you immediately, it's hard to get that information. Right, so people kind of kind of took a step back because they realized, you know, even to the top, when these friends who waited in long lines to get vaccinated and couldn't get vaccinated, it is it is a privilege. It is a privileged moment that we were having, and that foreign teachers had. Right, and here I don't really remember how it worked, but I, I have talked to some teachers who had to wait ex completely long because oh, you guys aren't going back to school. Whereas, like, well, if the plan is to get us back to school, then you know, and it's just there's so many conversations to have about it and i know that they're extremely uncomfortable but it's good to be informed on it but like i've just really thought about how sometimes when people don't the way in which you talk about and talk about your experience kind of highlights your privilege which would make or or not having privilege which could make these conversations extremely uncomfortable right and again i wanted to bring this up and talk about this because this is something that was just which is on my mind because you know, i don't know what's going on and i do want to get people on and interview them about how these things are being handled in other countries around the world but the more we know, the more we can help and support one another, right? And know where our resources, a lot, a lot of people listen to this podcast that I talk to are really involved in the community work, including my, myself included, right? And the more we know, the more we know where to put our resources, who needs help and assistance. And I, I'm just a huge advocate of mental health because all these conversations and all this fear and this constant state of we don't know what the hell is going on or when we're going to shut down again or how we're going to fix things and when we're going to get back to whatever normal will look like in the future it takes a toll on your mental health and i know it's friday it's happy friday i want to you know definitely always you know i always end with positivity but it's still good to be positive i'm glad that we're still able to in a lot of ways live our normal lives but i'm just in on this friday like i want to end this friday by just saying you know be respectful be cognizant of everyone's situations uh 
we don't know a lot about what anyone has been through in regards to COVID um, and surviving and thriving through it. Um, and even now w- with what we're faced with, uh, who's ultimately going to either not benefit from it, lose from it, or just be put in another world one from you know, what's going on you know, with this virus and vaccinations and getting tests and things like that. So again, uh, stay informed, stay positive, keep having uncomfortable conversations because it's from these conversations that we learn that we grow, um, you know, and that we become better people overall. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this week of my morning check-ins. Next week, I'll be touching on some pretty interesting things. I'm actually prepping. If I don't lose my voice, as you guys can hear, my voice is fading. If I don't lose my voice, I will be doing an episode of The Black Tea tomorrow, available to patrons only. Uh, Make sure you guys become a patron if you would like to check out that content. If not, I also understand. Uh, But yeah, thank you guys for rocking with me. Uh, for yet another episode. You guys have an amazing weekend, right? See the lights. Get out. Walk around in nature. Keep your mask on and wash your hands, though, because that's important. And we out here.